opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco. Good to be here with all of you today for episode 297. Before we continue, allow me to introduce the rest of the team that we have available right now. We start out with Reverend Michael Garrett. Welcome, everybody, from a 98-degree hot Missouri City, Texas. Is that all? I'm hearing horror stories about triple digits all over your state. Feels like 108. Okay. Peter Alchel. Welcome from Columbia, Missouri, where it's something like 85 degrees and rather pleasant for a July Missouri day. Still no rain, though. We still need rain. Yeah, it's all up here. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Don Wardlow. Yep, and some of it's here. When it's not 100 in the shade, it's storming like crazy, and some of that comes into my bedroom, so I have to mop up the odd occasional small lake. Mm-hmm. Luther King should be joining us momentarily. I'm not sure if he's arrived yet, but I'm sure that when he does, he'll make his presence known. By the way, today is Monday, July 17th, 2023, and I would like to thank people who make it possible for In Perspective to be aired. We start out with the media sources. Thank you for airing us. Also, Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place. Thank you for posting our programs on bulletin board number 14. Raymond Gay, our producer, thank you for helping to make our show a quality podcast. And finally, Jacqueline Sylvia from JS Web Solutions, thank you for archiving our shows on my website, which is www.brancoevents.com. Go there, click on the archived programs, and you'll see most of them right in front of you. Merci, Jackie. I also want to thank Steve Bauer for being our host for today's episode of Sports Roundtable as well. Thank you for taking the time. We're supposed to be having a special guest. I'm not sure where he is, but I'm sure that when he makes an appearance, he will let us know that he's arrived. And that would be Chris Blair from the LSU Tigers. He's supposed to make an appearance today, so we'll see if he shows up or not. He may be busy at the moment. Without further ado, I'd like to open up our show by throwing out a couple topics, and then maybe we can get our participants to come in and chime in. Okay. All-Star Game was last week. National League won for the first time since 2012. Good for them. It was a 3-2 to two final. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, the great wide receiver, has now signed with the Titans. I don't know how you feel about that one. I think they're getting a good one. Too bad the Patriots lost out on him. Too bad the Patriots didn't want to pay for him. That seems to be the big uh, thing right now. And what's happening to our Yankees? Don, not that I'm rubbing it in because maybe you can give us a fair analysis about the Yankees. They are now in last place in the East Division of the American League. I know they're better than that. And I know you're a fan and I respect that. I like to think the best of the Yankees as well. So, I'm, a, I'm a fan, yes, but uh, better than that, I don't know. I've been saying most of the year that this was going to be a rerun of 1990, which is when they were in last place the last time. And it is. Losing two out of three to Colorado is an absolute disgrace. 
Well, the way they lost yesterday, you know, they had a two oh. runs going into the bottom of whatever, whatever it was, and they and they blew it. Bottom of the eleventh, and they had had a lead earlier on, and Feet of Clay Holmes gave up a grand slam home run to somebody on the Rockies who I never heard of. I don't think Clay um, Holmes is the answer at closer for the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why I called him Feet of Clay Holmes. Yeah, which leads me to the trade deadline. Uh, I don't know if you consider the Yankees buyers or sellers. I don't know what their front office thinks of them. But there are a lot of starting pitches that I'm hearing that are up for grabs. Uh, Blake Snell, I heard, is the latest one from the Padres. Um, Dylan Cease of the White Sox. There have been two or three other names banted about. As a Red Sox fan, I would love to have one or two of those guys. But we'll see what happens. And the Padres lost... I believe three out of four to the pod, to the Phillies, including a terrific game yesterday that went 12 innings. Yesterday was quite a day. You had a 12-inning game in Philly. You had an 11-inning game in Colorado. And we had a 10-inning game with the Mets beating the Dodgers. And then you had Houston, unfortunately, winning with four runs in the ninth over the Angels in the night game. Unfortunately? So well, yeah, you never want to see Houston win. No way. He's not. He's not a. He's not a Houston fan. Nor am I a Yankee fan. So, <laughs> right so, on. Can we we cancel each other out. But right on. We well, you guys. You guys. That we lost the heartbreaker Saturday night. Yeah, but you that, know, Michael. I, I was, you and Don. You and Don are going to be uh, in great competition for that third wild card spot. Yeah, that was thirteen twelve. That game in in Anaheim, thirteen to twelve. That was yep. terrific. Well, we had a we had a nine to three lead. We we were down three nothing. We had a nine to three lead. They tied it up. We had a twelve to nine lead. They tied it up. Mm-hmm. Sure and, did. And won it. Yeah. So it, it that was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that game, Michael, because you know Houston should should be better than that. You know their 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 bullpen was terrible. Uh, uh, and our closer is the one that gave up the last three I, runs. I know. I know. Yes, and then you know, and then you lose the game with a throwing error. You know, it just it just was a, a an awful game for the for the Astros. Yep. But then you know, terrible. I I was ready for them to you know to lose on Sunday night, and they came from behind to win. So you got to you got to give them credit for you know you know winning you know winning winning that series in 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 Los Angeles. Um, I well, you know the they way, made. I love the way, love the way it ended with that beautiful catch by. Uh, Kyle Tucker. Yeah, that 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 yeah, that, that game could have been tied easily. But, you know, Houston could take over the division. Texas is starting to slip a little bit. They're not the dominating team that they were a month or two months ago. So Houston may pass them. Same way Baltimore might pass the Rays. You might see two new first place teams before the first of the next month. Well, I think yeah, I, I think Baltimore is it's quite a story, isn't it? I mean, I, they've been so awful the past how many years? Ten years? Five, six, seven, Over anyway. Uh, but yeah, and and now they really might pass Tampa Bay uh, and win and and win that division. And I still can't. I mean, I, I think the Yankees were at five games, five games over five hundred or something like that. And you know, I know they're in last place, but it is an amazing thing. You know, we've been saying this for how long that the American League East, you know, is just 
I don't know how you talk about it. I guess it is the strongest division in the American League, certainly. This is the uh, first time in my baseball lifetime that I remember one entire division being better than the first place team in another division. I don't, yeah. Um, well, I guess that the Twins are uh, uh, are doing their thing. They're, they're uh, I think they're, they might actually win that division. Uh, Cleveland, so, Cleveland's uh, right there, too. Yeah, but Cleveland got uh, has got some injuries. Apparently, uh, I heard. I think their best pitcher got hurt. Bieber. Yeah, Bieber got hurt. So, so let's. Uh, I don't know whether Cliff Blair, Blair, the roaring tiger of the voice of LSU or whatever it is, uh, is supposed to be here. But uh, we would have heard if he joined us. He, he would. He would roar. I'm sure loudly and very loudly. <laughs> so, so without see. further ado, yeah, let's open it up to our participants. Yeah. I'm sure they want to chime in on these discussions and maybe others that we haven't thought of. Steve, who do we have with the hand raise? Do we have anybody yet? Uh, you got two up so far, and the first one is Mitch. Let's Mitch. do it. Oh, welcome back, Mitch. Mitch. We missed you for a few weeks. I am I am back, yes. and uh, it'll be interesting this week. The Dodgers play uh, two three-game series, one against Baltimore, one against Texas. So oh, wow. we may get a line on uh, on the Dodgers and Baltimore and Texas. What I, what I wanted to comment on is they released the uh, – statistics last year full season versus uh, slightly over half half uh, this season um, for example the uh, the amount uh, the time uh, game times have gone down by what 25 or 30 minutes but the one that really got my attention because uh, I didn't want to see the uh, shift done away with uh, team batting average last year with the shift was 242. The team batting average so far this year without the shift is 248. Um, to me, that's not a significant enough difference. I'm surprised. To have, yeah, well, that's yeah. You can you can check that out because I uh, <clears throat> I heard it this morning. I said six lousy points. To to <laughs> I I just thought I just thought it was crazy. Um, stolen bases are up, home runs are up. My guess is strikeouts are probably up. But uh, but I thought that was an interesting uh, an interesting stat line. The other thing that I was relieved to hear is that there will be no ghost runner uh, in extra innings in the playoffs, nor right. will there be a pitch clock. Really, and I am. Pre- yeah, I heard that yesterday. Uh, you know, I'm the ghost runner, but I didn't know about the pitch clock. Yeah, no pitch clock. Now I'm, you know, I've sort of adjusted to the pitch clock. It really hasn't affected, um, you know, the pitchers too much. It, it makes for better broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. but I hate, I hate capital H A T E ghost runners, and and I, 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 I think like it is a gimmick. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, they think it's going to shorten the games. Maybe in a sense that they are shortened a little bit, but why is there a need for that now that you have a pitch clock? I mean, in the old days, you had games going along at a particular rapid pace, whether they were nine innings or twenty innings or eighteen innings. It didn't matter. That's the game you were dealt with. Well, it affects both teams, and what what tends to happen. Unfortunately, it didn't happen for the, to the Dodgers yesterday because we left a runner at second base with nobody out. But but what tends to happen is both teams score. So what's the point? Right, exactly. And it doesn't, you know, hurry up the game. The pitch clock does that. So 
they they could remove that Manfred Man runner, you know, leave that on women's softball where it belongs. The Manfred Man runner, I like that. And you know what's you know, funny, I, uh, hey, yeah. Don? Don, I gotta say this, I can't resist. Manfred Man runner, runner yeah. is a runner is a song that Manfred Man did back in 1984. No kidding, that Look I didn't up. know. Runner, that was a song by Manfred Man. I only know well, maybe him from that one. Horrific song, Blinded by the Light, that they did. Yeah. Maybe that's why Charlie Steiner, whenever the uh, Dodgers go into extra innings, he talks about the Manfred Man Runner, and I never understood the uh, the reference. The now, reference. With, with with you saying there, that he had a song called, they had a song called Runner, I, I understand it. Yeah, I, I didn't know. The other, I, I have one other issue I want to complain about. Yeah. I, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Dave Roberts. The Dodgers lost the game yesterday because they're, they're, they gave Will Smith, well, most of the day off. When Smith, when Smith uh, sits down, they move J.D., well, they move Max Muncy to the number three hole. Max Muncy is hitting right around 200. And it just burns my butt that, that Dave Roberts, because Muncy once in a blue moon hits a home run, is batting a 200-hitter third. Um, Muncie should, at the best, be hitting seventh. But uh, uh, I, I, I give him the responsibility yesterday because he had a couple of opportunities to, uh, to drive in a run, to move a runner over. And uh, he struck out, I think, twice in four at-bats, which is what Max Muncie does. And I pray that this is his last year with the Dodgers. Anybody who wants him, you can have him. Oh, and the other the other thing I'll say, you were talking about the Yankees. Um, the last rumor I heard yesterday is Cody Bellinger might be going to the Yankees. You should be happy. I oh, great. That's, I that's all we that need, another Joey Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> Bellinger's better than Gallo. Well, Good luck, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Mitch, before, before you go um, – Yes, you, you might have an answer for a question that's been sort of bedeviling uh, the, the, the panel, having to do with some teams who start a game with a relief pitcher and then switch to their starter in the second or third inning. Why do they you do have, that, Mitch? You have any idea? I have, I have, I have, I have no clue. I okay. think it's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's I, my, I, I'll guess that maybe it's psychological. Maybe the pitcher that they bring in the second or third inning feels less pressure. Um, but he's a I, otherwise, there's no other rationale. I've not heard any record. It, it makes no sense to me either. The, 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 the pitcher who comes in in the second inning, though, Mitch, is usually a starter anyway. What pressure? I, I hear you. He, yeah. He's groomed that way in the minor leagues. He should be able to start the game. Well, the idea no. worked with the Tampa Bay Rays in 2018 and all the other sheep who run the ball clubs. They're doing the same thing because it worked with. Funny. It was their concept, the opener, which I say that belongs on your keychain, so you can open a bottle of beer with it. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I did hear one speculation about well, they don't want the the starter to face the meat of the batting order three times, so we'll wait for the second time around before we face them. So what you're going to expose uh, a subpar opener? To those to, to the meat of the other team's batting order, that's worse. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. We can chalk it up to the thing that I think everybody on this call dislikes, and that's analytics. Analytics, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that that's I think the Dodgers have done it four or five times this year, and it's it's um, and we've only I think lost one of those games that that we did it, and we may be doing it tomorrow because most of our pitching staff is on the injured list. I'd love but, to uh, get the record of, of wins and losses for, of openers collectively, see if it's any good. Well, I keep, I keep very close. I keep monster statistics on the Dodgers, and they have uh, the only loss uh, by an opener, and I think we've done it four or five times, is Caleb Ferguson. He lost... He's 0-1 as a starter, but it's only really affected us in one game this year. Well, right now the Red Sox are going with a three-man rotation because of all the injuries. They have to their pitching staff. They only have Bayo, Paxton, and Crawford. And then they use two openers until either Sale or Whitlock come back. They're, they don't want to take their starters that they promoted from Worcester and make them starters. They want to put them in the pen. It's like it's a big fear. They, well, it. right now, right now we're starting we're starting two guys up, one from AAA, one from AA, Bobby Miller, who's been very good, and Emmett Sheehan, who's starting tonight against Baltimore, if you want to catch a, a young guy. But we right now, both on the 15 and the 60-day IL, we have uh, uh, 10 pitchers. Wow. And I know, Ker- and I know Kershaw's one of them. Hey, Luther. And Ker- Kershaw's Ker- one Ker- of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, but Kershaw, I, Kershaw is always hurt. I mean, I, I, it is a mystery to me. I mean, I know he pitches well when he's playing, but he every always year, to be hurt. Every year he craps out. And, you know, it's the first year I wrote a blog was 2015, and I called him the, the best pitcher on the planet. And starting that year, he started to get hurt every single year. So you're the reason. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, when you when you when he when he's pitched as long as many innings as he has, you know at some point it's going to happen. I mean, yeah. What makes no sense with Kershaw? Kershaw has said on several occasions that he is throwing just as hard. He feels no pain. They did an MRI. They still haven't indicated what it is they saw, but. Kershaw said if they hadn't done the MRI, he's, he'd still be pitching. Well, that's bizarre. If he hadn't spent hurt the last eight years, he'd be in Cooperstown. Well, he, he, <laughs> well, here's the thing. He probably will still get to Cooperstown. I mean, oh, it, yeah, it, no it, question. I mean it, it doesn't matter if he's had you know four or five or six years. He's going to get to Cooperstown with the numbers he's put up. I don't doubt that one bit. So, so, so Mitch, it's, it, it, yeah. Go, yeah. I'm sorry. Keep, keep going. Keep going, Mitch. No, no. I was just going to say it, it. It's 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 been bizarre uh, that they they put him on the uh, on the injured list for for an injury that he doesn't even he doesn't even understand what it is. I just want to. Well, may, well, maybe it was like a maybe they're thinking, oh, his dead arm, like the ever popular now that everybody's using. Oh, like oh, he has a tired arm, like. How can your arm get tired when you're throwing six innings every start? His last start, he, the last start, he won. He pitched well. That's Luther, what I'm I'll saying. answer your question. They throw too fast. Well, <laughs> yeah. Can, well, can, well Canley Jensen said something about the pitch clock. That's going to kind of make them like, really? 
Canley, you knew well, this was coming into play a while back. You it, knew this. Yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. If they've done multiple MRIs and they see something, there could be something structural that that's there. And well, uh, it, it, that's it. Do you, you err out of caution, or or you just yeah? But but pres- but presumably they would. He would know what the problem was. The the starting pitcher would well, know. Yeah, the, but the te- but the team's not going to tell the public because they don't have to. I would hope the team tells the pitcher. Yeah, exactly. Well, that well he well they would because due to the fact that he's got to know. But as for us, the but but he's saying he doesn't know. That's the point. He sure is. He sure talking like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's my. I'll let you guys go. uh, Before before you, I'm curious to know about your take what the Lakers are doing these days Uh, because they seem to be you know building around quietly doing it nicely. Yeah, they seem to be having, you know, doing Quiet. Doing things. Well, somebody must have gotten to Rob Palenka because his first two years he was awful. And and I suspect what happened is, is, is somebody went and told LeBron, LeBron, play basketball. You're not a general manager. Just shut up and play. Because Palenka is finally acting like a general manager, not a, and not a gopher for, uh, for LeBron. Or a sheep. <laughs> yes, exactly. But they, so, uh, uh, what I'm hearing is that the Lakers are the third best team in the West now. I don't know about well, that. They, we, won't, we won't know anything about that until we tip off in October. I know, but, yeah, but that, we'll, that's we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, no one pays attention to to yeah. the NBA until Christmas, so exactly. we'll, we'll see what happens. No, but you're right. And, and then one, other, one, one, one other question for you, uh, as a USC alum, what do you what are your thoughts about the USC college football season this year? I think we're going to have a good year. We're going to win a lot of games, forty-one to thirty-five. Um, okay. My 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 brother-in-law and I are uh, are scheduled to go to three games this year, and uh, you know Lincoln Riley, uh, he's just he's not a, he's not into defense. We know that. I'm well, not sure what's going to happen. We've known that yeah. since the days of Oklahoma. We've known that. I don't know what's going to happen when when we go to the uh, to the Big Ten next year. Whether he may have to think a little more about defense, but I think we're going to have a good year. I think we're going to be uh, probably 11-2, maybe even 12-1. Well, so the, key, think, the key is, you guys have to do, you got to keep Caleb Williams healthy. Keep him healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. No question. And, and, the I, and, and I'm thinking they, you have to run the ball a little bit. Because when you- we've got a couple of, yeah, we're going to, I think we're going to run a little more. We've got a, got a couple of guys uh this year and and we'll see how it uh how it plays out but i i hope that uh there's a little more running um, i mean that's that's usc football for pete's sake we, yes, we like to true. you know student body left yes at least in my day it was student body left yeah that was out of the old wing t wishbone <laughs> well under good old john mckay oh yes well but but you know it usc has got much more quarterback happy in the past what 20 yeah. years so, well so, yeah look at yeah who matt leinard um what was it who was the other quarterback they've had yeah matt leinard and carson uh, we had uh, the bengal the, the fellow who uh, was bengal quarterback carson palmer carson palmer um, yeah mark leinard mark's yeah. little butt fumble guy <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, well, yeah, well, yeah, uh, uh, J-E-T-S, that's yeah, all that. <laughs> all right. Well, Mitch, we, I, think, I, I always like when you come on because you can talk about the West Coast sports. Oh, yeah. 
which are, are California sports, which I don't I don't follow very closely here. So thank you for that. We, well, we still don't get we still don't get a lot of recognition out here, but we we'll man we're managing. Well, because uh, almost because almost everything's based in the East Coast. Everything's based off the East Coast. East Coast. East well, except, one except, more except, question. Except, except one you, more have, question. you have the Yankees, the Mets, and the East Coast. They're both almost as bad. As almost as bad. Uh, Mitch, one more question for you. Yeah. Otani, is he going anywhere? Not, uh, not before the trade deadline. The Angels don't want to look. They don't want to be embarrassed. Um, I, I think that Otani will be with the Dodgers next year. Ooh. But I don't think I don't think the Dodgers are going to trade for him this year. I think we're we're going to try uh, to get Lucas Giolito. That's the the name I'm hearing from the White Sox, um, right? Yeah. What was that? I missed that. From the White Sox, right? One of from them, the White I Sox. Yeah. I think the second or third starter. Dylan Cease is the other one from the White Sox that I've heard. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I, think, I don't think the, I don't think the Angels are going to give up Otani before the trade deadline unless they got. You know, everybody's, uh, you know, six or eight double and triple A uh, uh, players. And I don't think that I don't think anybody's going to do that. I heard I heard about what two o'clock today or something central time that the Angels are going to basically tell every team, OK, we'll hit offers for Shohei. But the question is, who's going to give them the best haulback of prospects? Well, yeah, I, I just yeah, everything I'm hearing is. Is that no one really wants to do that when they can get the guy at the end of the season? They can they can pick up a, a starting pitcher um, and and yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Free the, the, the thing that the Angels have to think about is if they don't trade him now, they're going to get nothing for him. I mean, that, wouldn't that, be the first that, time the Angels did something stupid. That's no, exactly. Side. That's the flip side, and and I don't you know the Angels don't, don't strike me as a particularly smart. Uh, uh, cadre of baseball people on that team. So anyway, I guess I guess we'll see in a couple of weeks. Uh, Absolutely, uh, it. it, it'll it'll be fun. I I always love the uh, this time of year in baseball with the trade oh, yeah. deadline. Trade deadline August first. August first. That's not too far away, right? No, nope. two weeks away. Two weeks from tomorrow. Two weeks from yep. tomorrow. Well, all right, Mitch. Well, I thank guess you, Mitch. We appreciate I, it. I, I Take care, we'll gentlemen. See what happens. We'll see you. you come come back soon when you can. Uh, next week, hopefully. All right. Wonderful. Awesome. All Thank right. You, Bye. Bye. Steve. Next up, we got Malcolm Cole. Malcolm, Malcolm. in the middle. Okay. How are you? I'm right here in the middle. Uh, right. You're in the middle. Hello. Hello. Okay. First off, uh, yep. Padres lost three out of four. Nice yeah. job. Our relief staff sucks. Excuse me. Excuse the word, but okay. And the Padres are falling faster than the Chinese uh, spy balloon. Think you Snell is on his get... way out. Think Snell is on his I, way out. I'm hearing his I name got, too. I hope not. For crying out loud, it's he's the best pitcher they've got right now. He went the other night. He he pitched five innings, seven or eight strikeouts, no runs, three hits. He's the best guy that we've got right now. And if they get rid of him, it is so so sad. This team is just going to fall apart. I mean, it's, it's what, what about what about Musgrove? Do you think do you think do you think maybe they're going to basically you know, if they trade Snell to say Musgrove, you got to step it up. He just wants to be the so-called ace of the staff. Darvish, I know. Step Darvish and 
Darvish and Musgrove both supposed to step it up, and they haven't stepped it up. Both both outings that Musgrove and Darvish had had. Musgrove had the best outing a week ago that he's had just about all year, I think, and it still didn't top what uh, Snell has done. And then you talk about uh, the rest of the the rest of the MLB. This is the time where the cream is rising to the top. And I use that because in auto racing, NASCAR, they use that phrase a lot during a race where it starts in the daytime and ends at night. And they say the cream will rise to the top when the nighttime comes. Because those cars that are running super in the daylight end up falling behind at nighttime. Those cars, they fall fast, faster than Chinese spy balloon. So, and it looks like... Who, who, are, who is the cream of the National League, right? I mean, right now it's the Braves, it looks like the, Braves and Dodgers Braves. and everybody else. Yeah, the yeah. Braves and the Dodgers, yeah. Braves, and Dodgers, and Diamondbacks are falling. Because uh, of, every, everybody else, maybe Milwaukee, maybe, but Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are coming back to the pack too. Right. So, I mean, right now it's basically, for me anyway, possibly a two team race in the National League. And I'm not sold, I'm yeah. not sold on the Dodgers at all. I mean, I'm not sold on them either. But hey, I mean, I, I guess I guess they're the second best team in the in the National you, League. Can, can you can you really go? Can you really go by? You know, can you really Giants discount? Can, can you discount postseason experience? No, I can't. But the well, the Dodgers just well, we've we, we you know the Dodgers are not known for their postseason heroics. Well, look, yeah, just based off of last year. Well, not, not not just the past year; it's like the past three or four years. Well, remember the remember the year they won. Remember the year they went what two World Series in three years, something like that. No, I don't actually. I'm sure I'm sure it's true, but I don't remember them winning the World Series any. T- I mean, uh, well, they did. They beat the Rays one year. The world. They've been in the world. They've the been world. in. Yeah. I think they beat they beat the Rays one year. Okay, I and believe. The la- and the last few times they lost. Oh, to that's the right. I, I do remember that. Yeah, that's okay. when Cash took Snell out after four innings. The last year he was with the Rays. Which is so dumb. And he's that was rolling the COVID too. Year. Wasn't that yeah, the COVID was. year, Luther? Yep, yeah, it right. was. Yeah, I forgot about. I forgot about that. Thank you. And and, and the one oh. thing you got to look at, and I was going to say this when Mitch was on too, but the one thing you got to look at with the Dodgers is that that even though they've got a lot of injuries. Still finding ways to win. Exactly. Now, that, that, to, to your point, Luther, does that matter in postseason? You know, who knows? Because, because, but, but, uh, I'd rather be in the postseason than not. Than, to, yeah. than not to be there. Because if I'm in, if if I'm in the playoffs, I got a chance to win. Right. That, and that and that's all you want. All you want is a shot. So my He's, other question is regarding Snell. Yeah. Who controls whether Snell gets traded or stays with the Padres? How does that work? That is the team. Because if it's trade deadline, I'm thinking it's team plus Snell's agent. And if he has a no trade clause, he doesn't have to go anywhere. He can basically say yay or nay on whether he goes or not. So Padres can say we're going to trade we're going to trade you, but if he has a no trade clause then and he Blake can say, Snell no, gets the final can't. say so and say no. Okay. Okay. We don't know if Blake we don't know if Blake Snell has We don't know if he has the no trade clause in his contract. Right. That's right. the big And key. if he he doesn't have it and the Padres can, can say well we're going to anyway. trade you to uh we're going to trade you to the Angels for Otani. Well, again, you a pipe dream, I agree. If you're going to do that, let's play this out for a second. If you're going to do that, 
is this a good dollars and cents trade, dollar for dollar? And the answer to that question is no. no. Because you're not going to trade Blake Snell's contract, and then you're going to take on even more money with Shohei Otani. Plus, if he wants more money, the Padres mm-hmm. can't give him that. Right. The Padres basically are scrapped for cash out. With if all these he is bad, traded, he'll be all, a rental player. Exactly. And all these bad contracts that they already have on the books, who knows how long it'll take to get, you know, for um, Tatis Jr.'s contract, Machado's contract, all these okay. contracts. Soto. Soto. All these contracts that are right now on their salary cap book. Cruz. They're not going to be able to get, they're not going to be able to move a Blake Snell for Shohei Otani and keep even more of that salary gap. I guess oh, my excuse, question about, go ahead, I'm sorry. My, excuse my ignorance, but if Snell has, let's say right now he has in place a three-year contract and it right. doesn't have a no trade contract with him. No trade and for, No trade cost, sorry. And right. for example, let's say it's $3 million a year. So that's $9 million. And he, yep. And and so if he's traded, do the Padres have to pay that nine million dollars still? No. Or does the team? Well, well it, 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 dep- it depends. It depends on what it depends on what the two teams agree on. Like, let's okay. say Snow gets traded. He has like, let's play your scenario out: nine million dollars, three years. But he's got a forty million dollar contract, but he has no trade clause. First, he would he and his agent would have to approve the trade to send him to wherever whatever team y is because the padres are team x so let's just pick a team out of the name out of that let's say snell goes dodgers 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 or let's say the mets the mets the the, the mets are another pathetic team with bad contracts (laughs) Yeah, but the, the, Mets, the Mets, the Mets, are not going to be. Mets are, Mets are not going to buy. They but, can't but, afford but it. Either okay, either one of those teams we just talked, we just mentioned. Who would a have the best offer to make to get Blake Snell? And two, would Blake Snell approve it? Because if he does have the no trade clause, he would have the final say so on yes or no. Mm-hmm. If you were going to get traded, now if he doesn't. And you work out a deal with say, okay, we'll trade Blake Snell for another, you know, starting arm prospect, another relief prospect, and maybe cash considerations, and we'll pay half of his contract. So there, there, hmm. there's a way you can spin it, but that okay. would be up to the teams. Have years, they would have the final say so. Actually, Lillard's having this situation in the NBA. He he only wants to play for the Heat, as I understand things. Well, yeah, but and, here's, and, here's the problem: it can't just be that one team. It's gonna have to be more than one team because the Heat don't want to trade. They 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 have a few guys that are untouchables. Right, but the but the point roster. the point the point is that Lillard's making it hard for for him to get what he wants because he's well, saying not only I that, only will play for Miami not and- only that hey, think of this think of this first if I don't know what's going on in the background what's that singing I'm listening to 
<laughs> wondering that. I thought it Are we being me. serenaded on our program? <laughs> I'm glad. However, it, 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 however, must, it must be a Dodgers fan. I don't, I, I don't know if the Heat would be willing to give up a Duncan Robinson and a few others to make that happen. Because I don't think the Heat would want to give that up and basically say, okay, we'll trade you Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and maybe another scrub where you can keep Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler there. But you're not going to be able to go dollar for dollar to make it make sense. It's impossible. Yeah, I, 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 sometimes you wonder about these things. So I, agree, I agree with you, Luther. I agree with you. You're going to have to get, you're basically going to have to sit down with Damian Lillard and his agent and say, hey, look, we know you want to go to the Heat, but we have to set ourselves up for more success too. It's going to have to be at least a two or three team deal to make this work. It just can't be you wanting to go to the Heat and we get nothing back in return. It may have to be the deal like the Wizards got and the Grizzlies made for Przingis and the Celtics. It may have to be that to make it make sense. And I'll be right back. I don't know if that's a. I don't know who texted me, but um, I'll be right back. Anything else, Malcolm? Yeah, one more thing. If Mitch has not left yet and he's still on here and can hear me, I would like to know what channel radio station he listens to for the Trojan games. Well, from the last time I remember, it was seven ninety KABC. That was last year. KABC in Los Angeles. And uh, you think that's available through an Echo device? Uh, yes. yes. Uh, well, no. Um, it depends on what. what well, what it, it should be. It uh, keyword. Well, it should be because most, most, if not all, of the devices should be able to play those particular stations. The problem is, like, if you go to WCBS News Radio eighty eight <sighs> when, when, when a Mets game is going on, they're not going to give you the Mets game. They're going to nope. give you the, now the, that the, now you the, had, to, the, you news, had to, the news feed. Um, and KBC maybe maybe the same thing. In other words, you you can get KBC, but during a but during a I don't know if this is the case or not. During a Trojans game, no. Now with the tro- with the Trojans, they can stream. They can, they can carry football. It's just baseball and basketball and a few other sports that can't, you know, get the live stream license to carry and because of league because of league regulations. And even if you can't do that with KABC. The Varsity Network does have USC football. That's how I heard them. Well, they year. did, but I don't know. The, who, the, who? the Varsity Network app, as of last Varsity year. Network. Okay. Well, actually, I don't. Th- I, now that now that I think about it, the Varsity Network app never did have USC, except for maybe the bowl game. It was a national feed against Utah, and I caught the Utes feed with Bill Riley. But I don't. But I remember listening to seven ninety K ABC when. USC was playing in the Cotton Bowl against Tulane, and I got the Tulane feed. But the USC feed did get streamed on KABC. So is the Varsity Network free? So if yes, I, 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 I'm very educating. So if you say play Varsity Network, oh, uh, all you got to do is open the Varsity app, hit the login, hit done, and then go to where it says all streams and start picking your feeds. But I'm I'm thinking in terms yeah. of the, the A lady, for example. I don't think you can well, do that with the A lady, but you can on well, with Alexa. I don't know, but I know on my phone and on my iPad, I've been able to do it that way. Okay, now, it no, could I, be I'm different with Alexa. Yeah, it, it may very well be with yeah, maybe. Yeah, Varsity maybe. Network. 
Interesting. That's it. Varsity Network is the name, right? Varsity Network. Yep. Yep. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Malcolm. No problem. Have a great week. You too. Steve, Steve, do we have anybody else? We do. Uh, Troy Larson's next up. Ah, Ah, Troy. From the north. Uh, Before I get into my twin spots here, I would just say that I think the radio stations, whether or not they can stream the games, deep depends on the contract they have with the college or media rights holder. I know I can just go to my my music app, my iPhone, and stream a Gopher games right uh, from the K fan stream. So, um, so I can stream a Gopher football games without having to log into the Varsity Network app. Which, by the way, I think is kind of a I mean, it's okay as far as how a blind person uses it, but I don't think it's great. But, I mean, it's doable. But I just, like, if I know I can find something quicker, another way I do that. But, anyway, let's let's go to my twins' thoughts here. We swept the Oakland Athletics. We should have been able to, to win at least two out of three when we got all three. Um, Saturday night was kind of an interesting game because Papa Wolf has pitch and he got us behind I think the score might have been seven to two at one point if I'm not mistaken memory serves me right uh and then uh yesterday we uh we came from behind too late but it was not quite as bad as it was Saturday night but you know what guys I really wonder if the Twins are not going to be real active this, this uh, trading a deadline. They need offense. Yes, they need offense. And frankly, if I were the uh, GM, I would get rid of all the hitting coaches we have and bring in somebody new. Um, I don't think a single bat's going to really solve the problem. You know, if you look at Joey Gallo, uh, initially, I thought, he, I thought he was going to do better than what he did last year, but no, it seems like he's gone closer to more of what he did last year. He has a track record of being subpar at the plate like that with his average. When yep. He was, when he was with Texas and the Yankees, he was the same way. Yep. I, I mean, thing I want to say, Byron Buxton, I really think the Twins have screwed him up. Oh, my God. They got him at DH now. They got a better center fielder out there in Michael A. Taylor. And Buxton's the guy that you locked up to play that position. And look what's going on. Exactly. And that's the thing that really bothers me right now. Why? And, and back in May, Rocco, you know, he was asked a question by the Twins play-by-play announcer, Corey Probus on the pregame show and other media outlets. And Rocco basically said, he basically said, Buxton, he's, he's not ready to play out there. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, could he have been practicing? Could he have been shagging fly balls, kind of working his way back into it? You know, what is going on? I, I, I don't know. And the thing is, his injuries, and I think I said this before on this program, and I know, I, I know I've mentioned on my own uh, Twins podcast, which you can get wherever you get your podcast, may as well Twins chat. But, um, you know, uh, I've said that the injuries that – Buxton has had more recently have been the results of running the bases. 
So, I wonder if we're at the point with Buxton if the front office is thinking about trading him and just keeping him in bubble wrap to maybe make a trade so they can get rid of the headache. I wonder if we're almost at that big point. contract. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so maybe yeah, dollar yeah. for dollar you get a trade where you can get a package of prospects back. Yeah, and but may, you may have to rebuild it again. Maybe, but you know what? I'm not sure. Just seeing what, just if a team see what's been going on this year with Buxton, I'm not sure if they're going to want to trade for him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not sure. You know, if I'm a GM and I would say I'm a manager of, uh, I don't know, whatever. I don't know if I would want to just simply trade for Buxton based on what I've seen this year. You know, is there something, is there some sort of, ailment that we don't know about there definitely could be but again the team's not the team's not going to tell joe schmo public like you and i like joe schmo public you and i that ain't happening so it's oh. probably with player to the team and that's it yeah well i can tell you about uh kirk cousins um and then we can go back to the twins here too but last year it sounds like Cousins was injured during that Washington Commanders game. You must have been watching the QB series on I don't know what it came out of. <laughs> oh, uh, was... oh, well, no, I've only read about it. It's it's a quarterback documentary. Uh, yeah, it's series. the QB series. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And I, I I did I did hear something about that from PFTPM this afternoon. Yep, he, well, that's where we get your podcast as well. And he was talking about it. <laughs> Yep, while, well, we're doing, while we're doing free plugs around here. Yeah, well, what I'll tell you is that he was seen in the documentary getting uh, treatment for a rib injury. Yep. And it sounds like that, that it, it, was, it was pretty severe, but somehow he was able to play in that next game against Buffalo. I would say, well, I would say that's the game of the season. Oh, it was the game of the year. Yep. So that was a terrific game, and that and that was the game where they went in at the end of the game with the camera panned into the press box, and Ken Dorsey was losing his crap. (laughs) 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 Yep. Like, how are you in the in the booth where the coaches sit as an offensive coordinator, and it was you who decided the stupid play called us after I challenged on the interception. It was you. And you're losing your crap because of a play that you called that you decided to be a dipwit? Really? Yeah, well, I, I think uh, Paul Owen was going to stream my game to the Vikings radio voice. but Oh, PA? Oh, love me some PA. <laughs> yeah, but but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to throw off that little story n- nugget I heard about uh, Kirk Cousins yesterday. Oh, but... yeah, I, it was on the QB series. Yep. I, need, I need to watch that at some point. Yep, but I don't, I don't know what the ratings and reviews are on that, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't do all that Netflix stuff. I just, I just only read. I mean, I, I, only... I have it, but I just haven't, you know, gotten around to watching it yet. Yep, but basically, so back to the twins. What are my final thoughts and what they're going to do before training deadline? I don't know if they're going to do a lot. Last year, they, you know, they traded it. They traded away some of their better prospects like that uh, Christian in uh, uh, Inconacion Strand and Spencer Steer to the Cincinnati Reds for Tyler Malley, who we got burned on. 
Oh, you got destroyed on that one. Yep. And then we traded uh Lizardo no Lopez. Yeah, well that Cano traded a rise. What a tragedy yeah, that was. What a yeah, that what a what a disaster that was. Wow. <laughs> and he's you know, and a rise is still eating three eighty. Although Lopez yeah. ain't bad. I mean, Lopez Pablo. Lopez, uh, well, the thing about Lopez, Pablo Lopez, anyway. Let's let's keep him straight because the one from Baltimore we got was Jorge Lopez. But Pablo Lopez, he will pitch good, but also he gets an inning that's uh, that's a, a clunker. Yeah. Although, although he did throw a complete game shutout against Kansas City, but you know Kansas City is not a very good team. Kansas City sucks. Let's just say what it is. They suck. No, they're almost, they're almost about as worse as the athletics. My God. Yeah, but against Oakland, Baba was not as good. I think they're like twenty-five and seventy something, and the and the Royals like twenty-six or something. It's pathetic. Tro- Troy, do you think Christian Vasquez was an upgrade over Gary Sanchez? <laughs> he he might. <laughs> I'm half kidding. <laughs> well, well, he might have been defensively, but I'm not sure about offensively. I mean. Sanchez can get you 20 home runs. But that's about it. It's like Vasquez is much better. And Don can probably attest to this. Like when you had him with the Yankees. Yeah. Like what what was what was he offensively done? Like 250, 260 something, and he was it was either home run or nothing guy. Yeah. Yeah. His average was less than that, I think. It was like 220, 210. Something like that, but it felt it felt like he was an all or nothing. Either it was going to be a home run, or he would strike out like five or six times in a row, and it was crazy. Yeah, but I mean, Vasquez he did he did hit a, a home run the other day, but I actually know it was yesterday. It was the second home run of the season. Finally, he's a feast or famine guy. I mean, there's we got a lot of those in MLB this year, feast or famine type catchers. Which yeah. is a home run or nothing, and I don't understand that. I don't know either. Well, thank thank you, Troy. And uh, but it seems it you know from what I'm hearing, it looks like the Twins really have the best shot of winning that winning that division. Well, even they'll give them for run for their money. I think. Oh, they'll. Oh, if there's any team that can give them a run with Tito Francona, it's the Guardians. The, the problem with 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 the Guardians is that they can't score runs. They can't hit. They, they have. They can't injuries. hit. And they're starting. Well, they just got injured. They're, 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 yeah, they're Bieber just got on the injury list, and he's also being talked about in trade talks. Yeah, well, if the Guardians, yeah, as you just mentioned, they have the same problems as the Twins. They can't hit. Can't they, hit. they got they got some decent pitching, but they're hitting. Agreed. <sighs> Get back to me in about a week. Yeah, the Twins okay. are two and a half games ahead of the Guardians. They're forty-eight and forty-six. The Guardians are forty-five and forty-eight. Lord Correct. And then after that, what you got the White Sox and the Royals. White Sox, that's Detroit. Like, White Sox, Detroit, and Detroit. And, uh, Detroit Detroit Royals. I mean, and they're all and they're all terrible. I mean, they're bad. I, I, I thought the White Sox would be better, but obviously they're not. Well, and, keep in mind, pay, what is this year for Pedro Griffo? Year one for him, maybe year two. I think it, I think this might be year two. I, w- I would say next year for him is a very important year. Where they've got to at least get some semblance of getting back on the right track and trying to at least compete for the central. Speaking of That's people, uh, speaking of people on the uh, with a, a critical year. Thank, thank you, Troy. Um, I'm hearing Michael Garrett that this is a major year for Dak Prescott of the of the Cowboys. Oh, it's definitely back. major. Uh, you know he. Yeah. 
there's a lot there's a lot is is it a make or break year but the problem the problem they have is where do they go you know they're they're not going to finish I, I think they'll win enough games that at least finish in the middle of the pack they're not probably a wild card are, are you in are you are you are you in the in the running for a franchise quarterback? I mean, what do you do? You you Dallas would have to finish one and fifteen for that. Yeah. And I don't and I and I don't think Dallas is going to do that. No, but I, I don't think, think the think problem so. with Dallas is like it's been for the last little while. They've got Tony Pollard. They've got Zeke, who's still a free agent. They may bring him back for a cheaper price. But they've got a lot of like we talked about bad contracts and key spots. And that's what yeah. I think the problem is with Dallas. And oh, let's not forget Mike McCarthy. Well they gotta pay they gotta they gotta pay some of their young guys. They gotta they're gonna have to pay uh, uh, well the only way you're gonna do that is you gotta get rid of some of these bad contracts somehow. You gotta, you gotta and pay, it doesn't affect your book. You gotta pay uh, 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 digs uh, no. you know how long is how long are some of the veterans going to be there? Yeah. Uh, are you going to keep uh, uh, Tyrone? You know they got they lot they got a lot of questions with the vets. They veterans. they've got they've got a lot of questions like with our local squad and we'll be if my, if I if everything goes right if we can make sure that link is hyperlinked next week because today it was a little bit of a problem for me today with getting on here, but I was able to get it copied and fired. We talked about but, a but, lot of NFL stuff right before training camp with our guest next week. If oh, everything works according to plan. So yeah, so yeah, and of course, as you said, McCarthy uh, is also a big, big year for him too. I mean, well, yeah, this is he, it's he's either a, shape he's up a, or ship out. The suspicious foot. He's always been a suspicious football coach. Um, McCarthy, but the thing McCarthy's is, McCarthy's uh, not Well, McCarthy's not suspicious. McCarthy is who he is. And the only reason why he is where he is is because he's got two, one who got him a Super Bowl and the other that they think he can win with. And right now, Dak has shown that he is not reliable in big spots. Maybe that changes this year. Or he could be in the same line with Kirk Cousins. Get you to the first round, get bounced, and then we start having the questions all over again. Captain Kirk. Steve, we and have Mr. about three Spock. minutes. If anybody's got their hands raised, do we have any? We don't have any more at this time. Okay, continue, guys. Captain Kirk. And Mr. Spock. So, so Dak cannot throw 15 interceptions. This oh, year. Lord, no. He's got to get that. He's got to get down to eight or seven. I'm thinking he's he's got to be in the single digits. In order for the Cowboys to have a chance, he's, he's, he's gone. If, uh, if see, I, I see, I think the Giants are going to take a step back. I think and, so and, too. And, and the Guardians are the Guardians. I mean, the com- I, don't don't you mean the Commanders? Sorry, Commanders, Commanders. You're you're so out there. You're thinking you're thinking of baseball. I know. Come I am. On, man, I, what are we doing? Philly, That's right. Philly, Philly is still the team to beat. In right. The- oh, no, no doubt. In the NA, in the uh, national conference, absolutely. In the NFC, yes, absolutely. The, them in San Francisco are about the only two teams that I think are going to hang with each other. The only question for the Niners, to be, yeah, yeah. What are we going to get now? Is Brock is Brock Purdy going to be ready to go? And at some point, do we already know what Trey Lance is? I mean, seriously, guys, 
Do no, we, we don't. We don't actually know who Trey we Lance don't, is. But at what? But at what point do the Niners have to make a decision on him? They should. Because he's already wasted. What they got two up and coming quarterbacks that they got to figure out. Well, we know Brock Purdy's pretty good. We've seen that, but the mystery is Trey Lance. Sam and Sam Darnold. I don't know what you're going to get out of him. Well, Sam Darnold is, is I don't know. I, I don't get Sam Darnold. He's, I don't either, but maybe Kyle Shanahan can straighten his tail out. Maybe. Good luck to I, him. Yeah, Michael, good luck. Michael, Michael, you wanted to say something, didn't you? And we have one. We've got about see. a half a minute, Michael. So go right ahead. Oh. Just keep an eye on Kansas City. They're, they're, they're oh, still yeah. strong. They're oh, yeah. Spe- strong. Especially with what they did in the draft with the offensive line yep. and another back yep. and another receiver and tight end, yep. which could be the future yep. without Kelsey and at some course, point. The Titans picked up Hopkins. That's going to be. I, cool. I mean, you know what? Can we, can, we, can we put a pin in that, especially if next week's guest shows up? Because that's going to be an interesting one to talk about, plus Grizzlies talk. I agree. I guess next week. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. And our time is up. And we'll be back next week for another edition of Sports Roundtable. Chris Blair, I don't know what happened to you today. You probably had something else uh, come up. It it is SEC Media Week. I'm surprised. Yeah, it is SEC Media Day. I'm surprised he agreed to come on uh, in retrospect. But anyway, I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, because I I think because when I I had trouble with mine on the link and I had to have our agent, an agent help me get it, you know, hyper linked because usually it would connect. But anyway, we're, we're, out, we're out of time. So, yeah. Uh, th- Thanks, thank gentlemen. Great show, guys. Take thank care. You. Yep. Steve, thank you for co hosting. Thank Thanks, guys. Go safe with God's abundant blessing.